0: After getting her heart broken by a past lover, Aurora promised to never give it away again. Years later, she's focused on growing her brand. Love wasn't on the agenda. When a blast from the past comes and shakes her world up, she's left trying to ignore the feelings she buried long ago. Not only is there a battle between her heart and mind, but she's dealing with a terminal illness in her family too. Join the middle Parker sister and learn if she finally learns to let grudges go. And accept her second chance at love. So picking up in Aurora's story, we learn a little bit more about her background. She has a podcast where she is discussing women empowerment and, you know, how to be your own bad bitch. You don't need a nigga for nothing, that type of stuff. And she also is a part of a book club and her book club is discussing a author, that she hates like the women love him but she hates it because she says she feels as if he writes women to be these submissive doormats that just cater to their men and she hates it and so she gets an email from the author's i believe um agent or manager or something like that wanting to set up a meeting but the thing is He's never shown his face to anyone. Like, nobody knows who the man actually is. They just know his work. So, that was interesting to her. So, she's like preparing herself for that because he wants to come on for an interview and having to deal with the fact that she just ran into her boyfriend from college who showed up and ruined her birthday party. And so, come to find out, before. She knows it, but you know we get um, a point of view from the ex Zion, who is the author. You know that's his um, what is it? Is it pseudonym? Like their um, his pen name, whatever. So he shows up at the coffee shop where she is, and she's like, you know, please, why? Like I haven't seen you in years. Why all of a sudden do you keep popping up everywhere I am? And he's like, you're here to meet, I believe it's Jay Elliott. I keep forgetting. And she's like, how do you know that? And basically he's like, surprise Shoday! It's me. It's me, baby. And she's like, ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. I don't want the interview. I want you out of my life. Please leave me alone. And He's trying to have a conversation with her because he's determined not to let her run away like how she did all those years before. Like, he wants to clear up the situation that happened between them. And the situation is she walked in on him having sex or just having had sex with her former best friend. And so, you know, she was hurt by two people that were supposed to be really close to her. And you know he's swearing it's it didn't happen like that, but she don't want to hear. She's like, you know, you still lying all these years later. Let it go. But then he finally, you know, they sit down to have a conversation, and she's like, "I'll talk to you, you know, like as the author, but do not bring up the past." And it was going good until once again he wanted to have a conversation. And she blows him off. She's like, I do not want to talk to you about this. And you promised that you wouldn't bring it up. But he's like, you know, it's time to stop running. She says no. And he says... The last thing he remembered was... Waiting on Aurora. Because she was supposed to show up. Because they were getting ready to go to an event. And her friend by the name of Nina gave him a drink and that's the last thing he remembers so he says you know she drugged me and the last thing i remember is seeing you like how heartbroken you were when you found us and so she's like really that's the bitch move you gonna try to pull but it wasn't a lot so he meets up with the girl nina who now no longer stays in town but when he hit her up online saying you know i want to meet with you let's talk She comes, and he is secretly recording the conversation because he wants to get answers himself after all these years. So he's like, you know, what was all that shit in the past? And she starts going on this rant about how Aurora was never good for him. You know, she never paid you any attention. She never really loved you. She's just a cold-hearted bitch. And... I was always waiting for basically the two of you to break up so you could notice me right in front of you. And he's like, I know you fucking lying. And so he's like, you know, what did you do to me? And she's like, you making it out to be more than what it is. All I did was give you ecstasy. It's like, bitch, what you mean all you did was give me ecstasy? You drugged me and you raped me. Because they just classify it as he she had sex with him. It's like, no, call it what it is. She raped him. That man was unconscious and did not remember what happened. So she drugged him and she raped him. But, of course, because he's a man, they don't want to classify it as rape. And so, you know, he leaves from her and goes to Aurora's house. And he's like, sit down. Because she's like, you know, what are you doing here? Why are you at my place? He's like, sit down, shut up and watch this video, and so she's watching the video, listening to the things that Nina said, and she's realizing, like, basically her heart was broken, and she's been torn up all this time for nothing, and so she apologized to him, they make up, and he's like, you know, I've loved you all this time, like, I've never stopped thinking about you, I've always, you know, been pining after you, you were the woman I was gonna marry, and they make up because you know she they well she realizes that she's been mad all this time for nothing and all he been wanting his woman back anyway so he wasn't gonna waste any more time so they are in the midst of building up their relationship getting it back on track and when she starts bringing him around the family at first her daddy was mad because he's like you know what is he doing here um, uh, because all those years ago, you know, when she came home heartbroken and feeling like she was betrayed, the daddy was ready to go find him and whoop his ass, which would be understandable because as a father, if you see your daughter crying, it's just like, whoa, what's going on here? But um, uh, so he's kind of cold to Zion, who brings flowers for um their mother, you know, because of course she's sick and they were preparing for Sloan's baby shower when the mom was very sick. So she was rushed to the hospital and Sloan went into labor. So unfortunately the same day that their mother passed away is the day that Sloan gave birth to her daughter. And so it's like a week later, they have the funeral and when i was like they had the funeral um and it seems as if everybody thought gianna was going to be the one to fall apart because they never told gianna like um the doctor had updated the mom's um diagnosis and told them like it's not looking good she don't have too much longer to live but nobody told gianna that because like she's the youngest she's the baby she's forever storming off she don't handle these type of situations well so they didn't tell her but when the mom actually did pass away it seemed like gianna was handling it the best and aurora just shut down and basically threw herself into her work and nobody can get in contact with sloan it's like her husband had to force her to go to the funeral and since then She's been at home. She don't want to talk about it, nothing like that. And so... Zion... After some time, he's like, you know, it's been... I think it was two weeks. It was either a week or two weeks. He's like, you know, and you... Just going on about your life. Like, I ain't seen you cry. I ain't seen you break down. You trying to bottle up all these emotions, and that's not good for you. And so she goes back to that video that he took getting nina to confess what she did to him and she's like you know maybe nina was right and he's like what did you talking about like what the fuck what that supposed to mean and she's like maybe nina was right maybe i am cold-hearted you know maybe i do walk all over you like maybe we ain't meant to be together and at first you know he tries to ignore it because it's like i know you hurt in but you know, you should really talk about this and I'm going to be here for you. And she pushes him away. And so he's like, okay, if that's how it's going to be, I'm going to leave. And he was like, you know, he tells her again, he was like, you know, you're the woman that I want to marry. I had planned on proposing to you around that time, like when that situation happened. But if you feel as if, you don't want to be with me. You know I'm not going to force you. And he had just... Like, Zion just bought a house. It was like a four-bedroom. Because he plans on having a family eventually. But right now it's just him. But he had packed two two weeks of clothing. Because he planned to be there for her. So he packs up all his stuff. And... <clears throat> uh, earlier, I forgot. When they first met up at that coffee shop. And she realized he was the... Author and all that type of stuff. She dropped her journal, and you know he had contacted her saying, "Hey, I got your journal," and she'd been trying to get it back from him, but he never like brought it. So she, he had it in his bag to give to her, and so he just has it on the bed, and he walks out, and so he's going to talk to his dad because he has two younger siblings who are twins. And their parents are separated. And the dad calls them over to his house. Because he's like, you know, I met a new lady. I like her. I'm thinking about marrying her. And that's the one thing. I do not like that. I'm so sorry. Because it's just like, she ain't got to come around all the time. But why would you just spring marriage on your kids like that? Like, I think I found somebody. Like, I got a new love interest. And I think I'm going to marry her. Like, wait, what? We don't even know this woman's name. But... Then the doorbell rings, and he's like, oh, that's her right there. And so she's coming in, introducing herself. They're having a nice conversation. It is what it is. Now, the one thing I will say that I did not like, Zion and his dad was having a conversation, and Zion was telling his dad about what's going on with Aurora. And then she comes over and says, you know, I don't mean to interrupt, but you have to do that, 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 It's like, you don't, and I understand he was trying to be respectful, but I didn't like, you don't know me and you don't know my woman, so you cannot be giving me advice on somebody you know nothing about. And, because she's trying to tell him, you know, you have to do this and this and this, but Zion is not the one that's in the wrong here. So no, he don't. And that's another thing I didn't like. I felt like he was always the one running after her and feeling like he has to lay at her feet to get her to open up. And so, you know, it's been a couple weeks. They haven't talked. And he's not going to. Because it's just like, you're the one who said you don't want to be with me. And I'm not going to try to force myself on you either. And I made a TikTok about this because I was pissed. Because Aurora, she, t- I just wanted to strangle her. Because she's sitting at home now in her feelings like... I didn't have to say what I said. I didn't have to let him leave. You know, all this type of stuff. And then she says... What did she say? Something like, I know I pushed him away, but he could call to check on me. No the fuck he couldn't. Because when he was calling trying to check on... Well, not even calling. He was there in person trying to comfort you. You talked crazy to that man and pushed him out your house. So why would he call to check on you? Like... That's, I'm like, no. And Aurora, that was another thing that I really wanted to mention. Because she loved to get on Gianna and tell Gianna how she's too spoiled and she need to think about other people. Aurora was also spoiled. And nobody ever told her about herself. They called her the strong one. but And I don't want to say nothing, but in the way she's described, that's not strong. Aurora is just stubborn and bullheaded. But she she was almost worse than Gianna to me. She just liked to call everybody out. And then when somebody do it to her, she couldn't handle it. And that's what got on my nerves. It's like, you love to talk about your sisters. Tell them what they need to do, what they should be doing. Giving advice to other women and telling them how they need to handle situations. And But when somebody try to give you a reality check, oh, you don't want to hear that. And so, uh, she also had a new friend, I believe her name was Yasmin, who, you know, she was trying to get close to her and be a friend to her, but because she had been burned by Nina, she was really giving that woman a cold shoulder, and it was kind of upsetting, you know, to read, because it's just like, baby, not everybody going to do you like that last friend did, but she also hasn't had any friends, really, since that relationship. So it's like, because she lost her friend and her man, she hasn't really had too much of either type of relationship since that happened. And so... What is it? Oh, one day they at the mall, and they see Nina. Now, Gianna... Oh, I forgot. At one point, um, Xavier took Gianna away for a trip. I believe they went to... Uh, I forgot. But they went out the country. So, you know, just so he can get her mind off the fact that she lost her mom. And she was like, you know, I cried during the trip, but he was right there with me to comfort me while still, you know, showing her a good time. And at one point, because everybody had been doing their own thing and they all come together and because what was it? Sloan, like I said, Sloan hadn't been leaving her house. And she said something like, oh, I'm sorry um, I didn't leave out the country and just forget about it. And then, Aurora, you weren't you know, trying to talk about it. You just threw yourself into work. And Gianna was like, don't do that. And I was on her side. Like, don't try to throw in my face the fact that my man did something nice for me to try to help me cope as if I didn't feel a way about my mother dying. Like, she's our mother. Of course I was upset about it. And you saw how she acted a fool at the Um, what am I trying to say? Words are escaping me. But when she found out that y'all mama had breast cancer, like she was not trying to let y'all mama go. She wanted her to do treatments. She was looking up remedies. So the fact that the day actually came and they had basically been preparing themselves for it, she went away to get her mind off of it. That didn't mean that you loved y'all mama more than she did. And I was like, Sloan, that pissed me off, man. I was like, ain't no way in hell. Um, but when we get to her story, whew, that was a hard read. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. So long story, the shit is depressing. I that it just is what it is. It's very depressing. Um, but yeah, so her and, oh, um, Zion went to go get something to eat. And while he getting something to eat, he decides like, you know, this is the last day. I'm gonna pull up at her house and make her talk to me. And that's what I mean. Like, even in all that time, she talking about he could have checked on her and she not willing to go get her man. And once again, he's the one running behind her. And they admit, like, in their relationship previously, it was always him catering to her. Like, if she's upset, he's doing everything he can to make it right. And so, but he pulls up to his house to see her, like, walking away from his door. So, you know, he jumps out of his car like what's up? What you doing here? And she's like, you know, I was coming to talk to you. I wanted to apologize because what I said was wrong and I love you, whatever. He's like, okay, I'm I'm glad you showed up because I was going to eat this food and I was going to pop up at your house. And so once again, they're back on and they're in love and deciding to take it one day at a time and just see where their relationship takes them. So, you know, we have Sloane married with her husband and her newborn baby. Then Aurora and Zion and Gianna and Xavier still making it work. And their daddy trying to do the best he can with what he got. And so that is the end of this book. And then in the next episode, we're going to jump into the final book, which is Sloane's story. And I'll see you next episode, my beautiful people.